1: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the second or third best IU football podcast out there. It's the LEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggly, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. Here, as always, with our co-host, it's Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Not first or last. Basically. Yeah. But congratulations, uh, you know, whatever that site is that just sends out a bunch of crazy rankings and stuff. Um, And and
0: just another thing out there. I mean, for those that, you know, I think a lot of people, I've even said it before I started this, like, oh, I'll do a podcast. It's easy um props to Hoosier huddle i mean yeah. getting that many followers i didn't realize they had almost eight thousand followers like um it's a grind doing this i mean i, I do one yeah. t- i do one tenth of it uh producer seth and you do way more than i do and i feel like i i do a
1: lot so speaking of producer seth he is uh not with us tonight he's with us in spirit um as he's spending time with his family Uh, what a weirdo, right? I think he just got his, like, not to delve too far into his personal life, but, uh, it is hot outside and I think he just got his air conditioning fixed, which has got to be a miserable thing, uh, with no AC here in the last few days. So good for him. Go hang out with your family now that it's cool in your house. Um, but, uh, he's not cool. So block him. He's on Twitter. It's at say top five, S E T A H five. Uh, Brandon, we are here today, um, and I appreciate the recommendation last week to combine these two because this is still going to be maybe normal size podcast, maybe a little tiny bit shorter. Uh, we're here to talk about the Potato Toppers, uh, the Idaho Vandals first, and then we're going to talk about the Western Kentucky Hill Toppers, uh, weeks two and three for IU. Uh, we'll start with uh, week two. We got back-to-back night games, Brando. I know how much you love the 8 p.m. kicks. Uh, this one's September 10th on a traditional Saturday Um, it's in Bloomington at the rock Memorial stadium, uh, quick history lesson for everybody. We have played Idaho one other time. And that was last year. Uh, we beat them 56 to 14 and Brandon, what we've talked about as a very sloppy 42 point win, it felt like up 35, nothing at halftime. And then I feel like, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know why it felt a lot worse being there than it did maybe, watching it on TV. Do you have any? So put it
0: this way. Um I made a rather large bet on Michigan beating Washington. Um that was when like Washington had a lot of preseason hype. Um so I'll admit I ca- I did not watch the second half of this game.
1: It was 35 nothing.
0: I like kept flashing back. Cause I think this was on like CBS sports network or whatever. That was the Western um, Kentucky. This was
1: on big 10 network. Oh, this was on big yeah. 10
0: network. Well, yeah. I know this was definitely the Michigan Washington game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't watch much of the second half, so I can't speak to um, kind of what happened in the second half, other than probably they took the pedal off the, or took the foot off the pedal. Um, but I mean, even, even 35, nothing, there were concerns in this game a
1: little bit. Yeah. Um, Stuff. nothing nothing crazy I don't think I think if we went back and watched it I feel like we'd be like nah we just started coasting I felt like we thought uh Taiwan Mullen had a kind of a rough game um if you look back at it I yeah. think their quarterback ended up throwing for over 300 yards or something I don't know I think we're just being picky I mean 56 14 you'd take any day of the week so um all-time record against Iowa one to know Um, this year they have a, and this is what's going to keep this part, I think a little bit short. They have a new coach, uh, in his first year at Idaho, um, and both coordinators, offense and defense as well in their first year. So it's, uh, yeah, (laughs) we could have something pretty similar play out again. Um, but we'll see as we dive into their key players. Um, I wrote none, because I legitimately couldn't find a single preview on this team outside of uh, talking about their spring game, which they played on a high school football field.
0: So yeah, the College Sports Journal gave out a FCS preview on August nineteenth. It is currently June fifteenth. Um, there are, there is nothing on uh, Idaho football as a preview. You mentioned it. I mean they they got a new coach. They got new coordinators. We we don't know that much about this IU football team and we cover them every week. Um, yeah. I mean, Idaho could be the best Idaho team of all time, or, or it could be the, the 56, 14 team that we saw last week.
1: We could, we could take on either one of them, I think, and, and still win should still win 56, 14 or something along that line. Yeah. Um, we'll just, uh, I mean, I don't mean to be, I'm not trying to pick on Idaho necessarily or be mean, but not it, it is June 15th. We haven't even gotten into fall camp, so maybe some of those FCS previews will come out then. But again, we'll cover this um, before the game as a, a full preview. But as of now, legitimately nothing. You guys do all your Google research as much as you want. That's fine. And then you can hit us on the mentions. Uh, as far as key matchups go, I just I have IU versus IU. I mean, yep. just go have some fun. Do you have in, uh, anything else that you... Yeah, I mean, I think
0: week one, is we talked about, it's going to be Illinois, right? But then there's going to be things that are going to need to be cleaned up. I guarantee there's going to be an offensive play that gets totally blown up that they're going to have to practice on. There's going to be a defensive scheme that they put in that gets, you know, taken advantage of and they're going to have to run it again. I mean, this is this is going these really weeks two and three, but really weeks, you know, talking about week two, this is going to be the cleanup, right? Um, so when, when you say IU versus IU, um, they won't be playing themselves necessarily, but they're going to be either – they're going to be figuring out, okay, it didn't work against Illinois. Let's try it one more time against Idaho. And if it doesn't work here, that's thrown out. Um, so it's, it's a it's a cleanup game.
1: How much – you know, typically before the Big Ten went and screwed around with everybody's schedule, this would have been a week one game. Yep. Um, so you know, I like granted, that better personally. Yeah, me too. Granted that we play a week one game against a Big Ten team, which I don't like. Do neither just, team is at their one hundred percent. I mean, you I'm really cool don't get to it. one hundred. It's I'm
0: cool. cool with it. It's cool for momentum. It's cool for fans, right? Mm-hmm. But neither team is going to be at their best right that's why we always say we want ohio state first because that's our best chance of beating them why do we say that because they're not at their best um i'd rather the big 10 season play out when
1: the teams are at their best I, i think i'd
0: prefer that um
1: me too so you know you can look at that two different ways one we're going to illinois where they have nothing to see no tape yeah. they have no clue you know same boat that we're in i think we'll find out more when fall camp starts but they've got nothing to look at and then so what i was getting at here was i guess you know western kentucky i think the playbook opens up a little bit more do you think it's full on full out because of week one being against the big 10 opponent do you think that they don't hold anything back week one right they just go no not at all yeah nope okay no,
0: the tom the i mean again you know, we covered Illinois last week, but, I mean, it, it, um, Tom Allen knows he needs to start 1-0. He knows he needs a win really bad. Yep. They went 0 for in the Big Ten. Um, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it as I get close to the – you know, I think Illinois is potentially a top three important game for the entire year. Um, you know, I think, I think Purdue will always be number one. Um, you know, I think homecoming against Michigan maybe is number two. Um, most important in the year, but I think you may put Maryland at number three or Maryland, Illinois at number three, most important just to start off with a win just to get people to believe. Um, Cause if we talked about, if you can start out three, four and O, oh, nobody's talking about last year anymore.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's what I was going to be Mr. Cliché and say, I think every single game, except for maybe to be honest, I mean, if we're just going to do this now, maybe outside of Ohio state, and if you want to be super pessimist, pessimistic, maybe Penn State, but at least that's at home. Yeah. Um. I think every game is is massive, and and needs to be, you know, taken with that. So, you know, whatever Idaho is Idaho. I think the, the only other key matchup I have is IU versus the injury bug, which I don't want to dig too much into so, that because I got a, I got to an early
0: Brando's Randos. Knock with, it out if that's okay. Yep. Um. Did you like playing against teams this bad?
1: Yes, are you kidding? I despised it. I absolutely despised it. Oh, I love it. You know it's it's a it it stinks to watch, to be honest. Like if you're watching it and it's you're in the stadium, I think you're you know, your typical pregame nerves are probably not there. I mean, you expect to roll in and as long as everything goes the way it's supposed to go I mean just take last year for example it's 28 nothing they kick a punt it's 35 nothing it's halftime you're you can go home <laughs> if you want to that, that game is toast um those kind of games are good you know me man I stress out like I'm surprised I'm not bald to be honest like it's you got great hair thank you it's uh it's bad so to have one of these cake games that I can just roll in and just have fun and um, is, is I enjoy that. (laughs) And then even playing them when you, when you're an athlete, like, yes, yes. Um, secretly, um, I, I seem to be a a fairly decent team player, but when I would see the teams that, uh, you know, let's just take, you know, basketball, even you roll into somebody's house or they come to your house, you know, this is going to be a total mismatch. I, I seem to have a pretty good amount of fun with it. The problem is I don't like ever being taken out so um that part was never fun but yeah always sitting there being like you know what if it's going to be one of those games let's try to get 30 that kind of deal um but no i enjoyed it i enjoy beating up on the little guys every now and then and week in week out no but uh yeah to get a dub get a little confidence for sure yep uh and i think that this these two games kind of play out perfectly if Illinois goes the way I think even Vegas or anybody thinks it's going to go, that's one and oh. You cakewalk through Idaho, that's two and oh. You go in against this team, Western Kentucky, in week three, where we struggled really, really bad. I mean, if you go back and look at the ESPN percentage for winning, IU never really got below, I think 57%. But I swear, do you want to talk about a game where I'm pulling my hair out, pacing by? I remember yeah. I watched this game by myself pacing back and forth in my living room couldn't sit down like just nuts uh to go into to this game you know hopefully two and zero, a lot of momentum behind the team again um matching the win total from from last year going into week three um is is a big confidence boost and so western Kentucky's coming in the next week september 12th brandon's favorite kickoff time 12 p.m um Again, at Bloomington, so three straight weeks, two of which Brandon will be tailgating at. Um, previous meeting last year, as I said, 33-31, IU walked away with the win. Nail-biter, total disaster of a game all the way around, I think. Um, I mean, a decent offensive performance. I think Stephen Carr was, was pretty good, over 100 yards, a couple touchdowns. Pennix was decent, but again, not great. Um, defense was weird. Uh, which we'll talk about later in the matchups, but uh, the injuries were what killed us. I think this is really where Taiwan started picking up his nagging injury for the rest of the year. DJ Matthews tore his ACL in this game. Um, and that I think this was the the beginning of the end. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but uh, anything else you want to add on last year's meeting?
0: Let's not like let's not even speak of it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, uh, all-time record IU leads 4-0. Um, I think the average margin of victory is, is pretty small. We'll talk about it, I think, in the preview um, of Western Kentucky. We talked about it last year. I think it's got to be around, like, maybe barely into double digits, maybe under now because of last year. Uh, their coach- you, you nailed this game, though,
0: last year in your prediction. Yeah. You said this was going to be close, and me and Seth laughed at you. I You were so like, scared. man, they're quarterback, the yeah. type of scheme they run. <laughs> and Seth and I, I think Seth, Seth and I predicted blowouts. Yeah, and, and you, I don't think you were predicting it was going to be a two-point game, but I think you had it at like seven or ten. It like you started,
1: had it. Sorry to cut you off, but no, it, no, no. It, it started fantastic. Like it could not have gone, I think, to begin any better. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I believe it was something around 24-3 something crazy to begin the game um let me see if i can find that real quick i'm not sure i've got the i don't want to go to espn but either way it started off really well i mean we out rushed them clearly i think passing yards we barely got over and we were over 500 total yards um they just dink and dunked us like something that i didn't think was going to happen that I don't think anybody knew was going to happen. I mean, it was their one year with that offensive coordinator. You guys laughed when I talked about Houston Baptist and Bailey Zappi and their we did. passing records, but there they are. Last year, the leading passer in the country, and uh, their offensive coordinator moving on. So, um, I mean, they
0: lost a lot. Now, they I'm, 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 I'm going to give credit to uh, to Pigs and Matt Weaver, but yeah, I mean, obviously, is is Bailey Zappi is gone. The, the nation's leader in throwing yards and touchdowns. Um, they lose their offensive coordinator to to Texas tech.
1: Um, But second team, all American wide receiver. Yeah. The and defensive then they have a end as well.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they lost a lot, but this is still a team that put up 59 points in their bowl game. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting to see what this team uh, is is capable of doing.
1: Yeah, totally new offensive coordinator. I'm assuming a similar style offense. Um, we'll get into their key players here real quick. I have only got one listed, but again, you've got, you know, the, the wide receiver, second team wide receiver was Jareth Stearns. You've got his brother, Josh Stearns on the team, who had a pretty good game last year against IU, Day- Davis as well um, pretty solid wide receiver in their system. Now their defense, which we, which wasn't, I mean, they gave up 33 and 500 yards, but their defense had a pretty good pass rush last year. Um, I don't think we see that this year. I think we get back to a traditional Western Kentucky should be able to move the ball on them kind of defense. Um, but their key player that I found a transfer from Western, uh, West Virginia, Jared, uh, help me out with this one. Dioge maybe. one. Uh, yeah. Not a big, uh, not a fan, but I guess he started for them last year Threw over 3000 yards, 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. You know, that ratio is not great, but very, ratio. it's very, <laughs> it's very Connor Baz, Baz, Baz. What are, what are we calling Baz Baz. 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 Very Baz like, but again, Baz did it in the sec, um, from what I'm reading and stuff, like not much of a runner, but makes some good plays scrambling can use his feet to make some plays in the pocket um Western Kentucky's no slouch either. I mean projected eight wins over under right now by vegas uh and and one of the favorites to win this conference u s a again Do you have anything else on uh the toppers uh again, I mean, just look at the history. this game is
0: probably going to be closer than you would like um now, I mean, if you look at their schedule, I mean, eight wins. They play Indiana and Auburn. Um, I mean, you look at conference USA. Who do they, like who does I Conference USA? UTSA.
1: UTSA was the best team last year.
0: North Texas sometimes winds up in a bowl.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, uh UAB, decent team. Um
0: even have a program off top a few of my years head. ago. Yeah,
1: I know that's crazy, right? And then they come right back and they have a decent squad. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I don't know. I mean, we are not a Western Kentucky podcast. I don't hate on it. Oh, FIU is going to be terrible this year. Troy shouldn't be any good. Um, Middle Tennessee State should be able to walk over that. Charlotte, you should walk through that. Florida Atlantic, I don't know if they're any good anymore since Lane left. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, they start in Hawaii, but I'm pretty sure I saw that they're half point favorites in Hawaii. So I mean they're not they're not a pushover by any stretch, but should I win? Yes. Um, so we'll see how that. I mean, we'll save the predictions here for the end of the pod, but um, I don't think it matters. I think we're going to see the same team we've always seen it—a high-powered offense, quick tempo, um, which gets right into my first key matchup. Brandon is can we adjust? Because my God, how many texts did we have to send back and forth to each other last year? Just they're throwing the ball short. Just yep. quick passes. Just adjust. Make some Quit sort of adjusting. Standing
0: eight yards off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and I it know it. Nuts. I know it's not what you do. You don't play bump, but just do it.
1: They killed us, Dink and Dunk. I think average per play. If I can pull this up real 3. quick, three point one they, yards. Is that what it was? was? I don't know. I'm making it up. <laughs> but I, it I think it was higher close. than what you think. I'm trying to look here real quick, stats. Yards per play were 7.2, but I'd like to know if we could dig into it, and I'm not going to, um, dig in to see what their yards per pass or like – what do they call that? Air efficiency or whatever. Air yards. Air yards. I want to know what their air yards were because it was probably negative (laughs) by just throwing the ball backwards behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, that was our game plan against Ole Miss with WAP. Yeah. Just – but they were doing it the entire time. And then they would occasionally, this, just elementary stuff. If you're going to boom, 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 what are they setting up? A fake outside, hit it deep. They did that a couple times. Um, I mean, the time of possession, which is one of the these that I'll get into next, which I know you hate. Um, IU had, had the ball 17 minutes more. I mean, you can go through the stats. Let me go through the stats. 38 minutes with the ball, four total penalties, two punts. They, they ran. They had the ball for 92 plays, over 500 yards. What happens in that game traditionally? You're blowing that other team out of the water. No, <laughs> it just didn't happen because the Western Kentucky is a pain in. The, can we say ass? I'll say ass. Pain in the ass. That's what they are. Um, but I think running game. This game is going to be huge. I just. I think maybe just a balance in general. Um, holding on to the football. You know, you're at home, which is a big difference. Um, that was a night game. That was the game of the year for them, um, and there—that was—I think it was a, a record crowd for them at home too. So, totally dip, different atmosphere that they're walking into. And also, Bailey's Appy's in New England. Thank God. So, uh, that should make a big difference. Do you have anything else that you see as a, a good matchup? IU versus the Toppers last year.
0: I would say. You know, I thought last year if there was going to be anything, it could be a trap game, right? Because it was right before Cincinnati at home, and that was supposed to be you know preseason. That was that was, there was a lot of hype. We were talking game day before the <laughs> before yeah. the uh, before the Iowa game about that. Um, Tom Allen will make sure there is absolutely no none of that this year. So um, I I think the fact that it's at home, the fact that Tom Allen knows. That even moral victories or win differential is important this year. Um, I think there will be there will be no um, foot going off the pedal in this game. Um, so again, I'll save my score prediction for later. Um, but don't be shocked if I you know if we're blitzing well into the third quarter still. Or, you know, if we're leaving starters in a little bit more and I'm saying take Taiwan out, take Cam Jones out. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to see potentially a um, this isn't going to happen again to us from Tom Allen in this a statement. I mean, as much as you can say statement game against Western Kentucky, um, I, I think I think that's that's how I'm envisioning this game to play out, at least.
1: Yeah, I think the more we talk about this season, the more we talk about. Tom Allen and knowing how he is as a leader, I think the more pumped I'm starting to get about it and thinking about like, you know, we kind of poo-pooed on the, the no spring game. We kind of poo-pooed on the no news really out of who's the starting quarterback. I mean, we should know that. traditionally by now, um, you know, we we thought Baz would walk right in and take the spot. Now we're here in totals kind of fighting with him on that, which is great. I mean, it's always great to have competition anywhere across the board, but especially at that position. Um, Tom Allen, he's not holding anything back. I've heard a thousand interviews here uh, recently. And uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I I'm just pumped, man. I think we're 86 days away from kick and uh, can't get here soon enough. So um, speaking of can't get here soon enough, uh, Brando's Randos is coming up next but real quick unless you have anything else to add on the Hilltoppers. Uh, I, got, I, I do not. No. We've got a, a quick word from our sponsor, and that's Monon Track Club. Everybody knows that. MTC, that's short for Monon Track Club, if you didn't know that. They are Indiana's running brand. They're built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, create support, and add to Indiana's running culture. I had to take a, a deep breath because they are so influential and so make such a big impact on my life that you guys need to check out the link in the show notes, check it out, man. It's on Twitter. They're not on Twitter, but their link will be on Twitter. And in their link, they're going to talk about their club runs. They're going to show you all of the gear that you can get shirts. You don't need a hoodie right now. You don't even need a shirt right now to be honest with you, but you need a koozie. You got to keep your drink cold. They've got those. They've got pennies, not like the coins, but like the, I don't know the things like, runners wear they have those yeah,
0: you wore it in second grade basketball
1: yeah they have those as well professional ones nike i believe or brooks i'm just saying that because i don't wear them but that doesn't mean you can't and you can get 10 like 80s off of frat boys wore them yes yes and if the diet plays out this way when you guys see me at tailgates i may be wearing size smaller than what i need to be wearing get the belly out a little bit belly button because there won't be a belly anymore. But we'll see. You guys can get 10% off of it by using the code LEO10. That's LEO10 at checkout. Again, check out the link. It will be in the show notes. It will also be on the Twitters. Um, what won't be on the Twitters are Brando's Randos. He's going to ask them right now. Brandon, what you got? All right. So the, the first one is kind of a uh, – I, I can't
0: really believe it, but Scott Dolson has been a little bit under fire. A little bit, uh, if you looked at the message boards and Twitter, a little bit, um, and he doesn't necessarily do the schedules. You know, I mean, that's more more Tom Allen and. It's also been done way in advance. Are we happy with Idaho and Western Kentucky as by games? Yes. Like, I love Western Kentucky. I don't know if I love
1: Idaho. How much did we hate Western Kentucky last year? How much did I tell you why are we playing at Western Kentucky? But in listen listen
0: listen the reason i liked it it told us a lot about our team we real we were really only that much better than western kentucky yeah like we weren't a big 10 caliber football team and that showed we were a conference usa football team last year that's why western kentucky's good it gives you a gauge for where you're at i think you can take things away from a western kentucky game i don't think he can take a dang thing away from idaho i think idaho prevents or idaho does nothing for
1: you other than provide a w in a very short non-conference schedule what we have done if you haven't noticed since we've made a change at ad and 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 i might be wrong on this this might have been a last second fred glass thing but i don't think it is you look at Who the newest um, non-conference add-on has been, and that's Notre Dame. I mean, we're not messing around anymore. You look in the future, I think we've got UConn again. I mean, all of these are contracted out years in advance. Um, UConn, I I would love to play Ball State every year. I know that we talk about that.
0: See, and here where I'm going to bite my words, or bite my words, eat my words a little bit. I also don't want to play anyone in state. It's right? scary, right? Because it's Ball State Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, su- I mean, that's why I'm, like, Western Kentucky kind of gets up for this game. But, like.
1: At home. They get up right. for it at home. I don't right? think you see much of a traveling group. I mean, they're fairly close, I would say, within two hours probably of Blue's in like, I'd, I'd hours. rather have,
0: like, a middle Tennessee state.
1: Me too. Right? Yeah.
0: Like, I'm trying to think of other, like, regional but not, rivals right like buffalo
1: right i could play buffalo's tough though it's a tough mac team Um, akron i'd take an akron yeah
0: sure like that's who i'd rather replace idaho is another you know maybe don't even go aac but like mac or lower like conference usa is great maybe a sunbelt
1: like a lower sunbelt team not coastal carolina but like give me I don't know. I said Charlotte, USA. The I don't even know cages. another one. Yeah, give me. Oh, damn, they're pretty good, too. UL Monroe. There you go. Um, give me Monroe. There you go. Uh, but,
0: like, that's who I'd like to see replace Idaho because it's not going to matter for the crowd. Like, the crowd doesn't like – college kids don't matter if it's Idaho or UL Monroe, but I think there's actually something you can take away from a Western Kentucky. Um, so, I'm, I'm okay with them.
1: Let's do schedule talk for a minute. Yep. Let's do 2023. Let's look at next year because I have – why, why is this doing this right now? Um, so next year, Indiana State and in Akron, Louisville. Okay. That starts the – I believe it's Lucas Oil and then Away and then Home against Louisville. 2023, 2024, 2025. So 24, we're at – we've got FIU back. We're at Louisville, Charlotte. Those are good non conference games. I love that. 20, Charlotte's now D1, for those who don't yeah. know. 25, you've got two FCS schools, I think, Old Dominion. And then you've got Louisville at home, which I, these can change. Some of these FCS schools can change. And Indiana State, again. I hate both of those. Yeah, but again, you're at a nine game. I think Old Dominion's schedule.
0: back. I think Old Dominion is actually D1 now.
1: Okay. Um, 26, but, you've got Colorado, Ball State, and at Connecticut, which I hate that game so much. At Connecticut is so dumb. What year is that? What year is that? That's 26. 27. See, that you've
0: got, sucks. Like, my boy's going to be five. Your boys are going to be six and seven or six and eight. Do you want to go to Connecticut? Not really. That's what I mean. Like, that's a bummer. You know how fun that would be to like, go somewhere
1: regionally? 27 would be fun. We can go to Virginia. Virginia and Indiana state 28. When does Notre Dame, Notre Dame starts in there somewhere. This 2030, 2030. You sure? Pop almost hundred percent. 29 is Virginia at home. 20 or sorry. 28 is Virginia at home. 29 is Western Kentucky again. 30 at Notre Dame. Yeah. 31, which somehow Notre Dame will talk 31 into being a neutral site at Lucas oil, but 31 is Bloomington. So, um, I mean, there's some good years in there where I think they hit what you consider a, a good protocol yep. for me to schedule all of the cake that you can schedule, and just like my, the
0: SEC does. I mean, SEC's not scheduling freaking
1: Notre Dame. Let's do it. Let me look at Auburn's schedule. Actually, I think Auburn starts with uh, Maybe they don't start with Oregon, but I think that they've got a. They usually have a pretty tough game, and then they get real cake, dude. Even Alabama does. Alabama's got
0: real cake. And like, there's like a November game where they're like 52 point favorites. Bro,
1: Auburn's got Mercer and San Jose State at home, both of them at home, and then Penn State at home. Those are their three. Oh, wait, they have four non conference games. And then they've got Western Kentucky. So, I mean, you guys can talk about the SEC being this big time. Alabama, a little different. They've got Utah State at home. They play at Texas, which is a terrible game for them uh Monroe at home and Austin P so Austin P Monroe Utah State you want to talk about a bad (laughs) non-conference and And then obviously Texas which is going to be an SEC SEC school anyway so um I mean I think maybe once they go to no divisions and the schedule gets a little bit easier I can agree with you on on changing up the non-conference but right now a two and ten season Right now, off a of two and 10 season, especially, and then playing, having to play Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, and uh, Ohio State every uh, year. Ohio State take the W's. Yeah. So, all right. What do you got next? So,
0: I want to know this is just random. This means nothing. This is even yeah, an IU question. Randos, randos. What would the spread be if Idaho played Western Kentucky? Ooh,
1: uh, I don't know the spread for if Can we find oh. the spread? For there's IU, nothing out. There's nothing out there. either one of these games. Spread. Um, here's something on sportswire. This is from last year. Let's just take last year's into example. They had IU minus 31 and a half. I was gonna say western Kentucky minus 33 and a half, but give me give me western Kentucky. Where is it? It is in Western Kentucky. Yeah, okay. it's in give me Western Kentucky 24. Four and a half, I think, right? Over, under, I think it's around 70. I'd say Western Kentucky minus four and a half, 24 and a half. Man, Idaho's bad. You're probably not wrong. I was going to put it more
0: like the 18, 19 and a half, maybe even the, the,
1: the 20
0: and a half is a very popular the, spread. For these the guys.
1: 19 and a half is such a dick move. Like that's, like, that's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. 19 and a half, I think is what Vegas would do to you. And somehow that game would turn out to be either 19 or 20. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like 38, 19 or something. Yeah.
1: Just some, somehow they 49, 19. There's a late safety or something. Yeah. Something Or like stupid. go for two, like random going for two. Yeah. They just wanted to use like the statue of Liberty play or something to get, I don't know who knows. You wouldn't use that from the two yard line, but um, what else? So, you know, I got to talk about the 8 p.m. kick. You know, I
0: got to talk about the 8 p.m. kick. Oh, the 8 p.m. kick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, away, it, do they put that now? Is the TV dictating that 8 p.m. kick or, or is that done by IU? So people go to the game. Because you know, no one's showing up for a noon Idaho game. A noon Idaho game would be tough. I think One,
1: that would not be tough for me to go there. Oh, we would love it. We would love it. It'd be great. But I, uh, you know, I
0: love every twelve p.m. kick.
1: I'm um, trying to see if they've got a TV. They, I don't think that they've got a TV out yet. Iu football schedule. That's Even why I don't think. It, that's why I schedule. think it's Iu motivated. I don't think. It's I think TV so too. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. No, they've got BTN. So they're already on BTN. Um, I do think that's a BTN regulated game. Um, I'd like to look at BTN's schedule for September 10th, 9, 10, 22, BTN schedule. See but yeah, I just freak.
0: I mean, again, you got, you got football on, you got NFL on the whole next day. If you're going to the game, you're not getting home till
1: 2 a.m., right? Oh, I, well, you didn't go to the game last year, I don't think. No, I did not. I had um, a freaking three-month, the two-month-old. You get home in plenty of time because I missed I miss the A.J. Barner touchdown, and that was at the very beginning of the fourth quarter. I think I was walking out of the stadium after the third quarter, and that was staying too long, probably. So I see what you're saying. I can see where you think maybe that's an IU driven thing as well. Um, I think it's TV, and I think IU would take it nine times out of 10 as well. It is
0: better. It is better that four, it's better for IU that it's
1: not a noon kickoff, but it is not better. Noon would be the worst. 3.30 would be okay. 8 p.m. for this game in particular is the best. Mostly for the students, right? Like The students are going ham at an eight. They've been drinking for eight hours. They don't care at an 8 p.m. game. They don't care who it is. Nope. So they just care like, oh, cool. There's a football game tonight. We don't have to wake up early. We can get out there at one and we can just start pounding. Yep. So All right. Speaking of pounding. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, let's get into predictions. I'll start with Seth. Then these are surprising to me from him. Yeah. Um, Seth has IU winning both games, the Idaho game. He has IU winning 38 to 14, which I think is maybe a halftime score. Um, and then he's got IU beating Western Kentucky 45 to 24. Um, why don't we just do our Idaho games first? Because I think I might surprise you on the Western Kentucky game. Um, I'll do my Idaho game. I think IU wins that game very comfortable, way better than, well, about what they did last year. I think they went 49-7. to um, And when I say seven, we are I are very close. I have think, 52-10. There you go. I think the it's word. an accident. I think the seven is a major accident. Either it's a very quick, like, oh, crap. That's like what I At the have. beginning of the game. Like, they could go up seven-nothing. And then IU rattles yeah. 42 straight. We've seen it. We've seen that against Indiana State before. We've seen it against a uh, weird team as Eastern Illinois or something where they score first and then we're like, crap. And then like 15 minutes later, we're like, no, nah, never mind. Yep. Um, Western Kentucky scared the living S-H-I-T out of me. IU 31, Western Kentucky 24. So how many points did you have IU scoring? 31. God, we're so're we're, we're, we're on the nose. I don't know
0: if that's good for you that you're predicting <laughs> close to what I am. Probably because I was terrible last year. <laughs> I also have IU scoring 31, but I see Tom Allen again getting into I think he was embarrassed last year against this game. If he wasn't, he should have been. Mm-hmm. I think this is example game. I think IU, literally pull, I mean, it's their third game. They have nothing. There's enough tape out there. They played a big 10 game. I think it's 31, 13. Okay. Um, I, I think the defense just really clamps down. Um, Matt Weaver had another excellent article out where he previewed the defense. And I, I think we were high on the defense. I was down on the defensive line. I like the second and third levels of IU. I like, I use third level. I like their secondary a lot.
1: The secondary um, is the best part of the team. Yeah. Um, preseason,
0: but that, that's not what Western Kentucky does, right? Like they, they don't run the ball. Um, so I think they're going to have a really hard time scoring, especially without Zappy, especially without Kitley. Um, I, I think, I think Tom Allen, who is back to being defensive coordinator, um, dials it up and, and really lays it on. So um, I, have, I have 31-13 for um,
1: the score. I would take it. I feel like 31 is being modest. Um, I feel like 49 is probably being modest too. But again, what do you know about the offense? I was sitting here making excuses earlier about um, our friend uh, Justin sent the Twitter thing. I don't know if people have seen it but it was the predict- percentage chances of wins or whatever in the Big 10 um, see if I can find it. It came from some clickbait website called K4 Ratings, K-Ford. Um, they have IU with the best chance of winning three games or the best chance is two, kind of the medians. They think they're going to win four games, right? But I sent immediately after that, I said, I'll say what I said to Seth yesterday. No one has a clue what I is going to do. New quarterback, new running They're back, Michigan new wide receiver. Right? Michigan
0: State had 36 new players. Yes. This team has 35 new
1: players. Here's what I'm Here's what I'm getting No, I'm not
0: saying we can be Michigan State, right? That's no, not what I'm saying. God, but that'd I'm, be nice. I'm, I'm saying that's the kind of un, like, like no one knows.
1: Unpre- unpredictable. Yes. New quarterback, new running back, new wide receivers, new offensive line, new defensive coordinator, kind of new offensive coordinator. Could be bad. Could be six and six. Could win eight games. So I can't believe I didn't bring this up in any of the defensive previews.
0: Tom Allen is the defensive coordinator. Again.
1: Yes. thank
0: Jesus. We've seen when he's the defensive coordinator. Right? Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be and it's hard to say much of an improvement, but I think there's still go- He's going to get more out of the players.
1: What's Maybe- new on the defense, Brandon? Miles Jackson. Yeah, that's it. Son- McCullough McCullough as well. And then you think J.H. Tevis will probably see the field a little bit. Other than that, everybody's back yeah. outside of Micah. That's really it, right? I mean, you've got your starting safeties back for the most part. Your corners are back. they one of the best corners in the country. Um, I,
0: big play Jay, I agree. <laughs>
1: yeah, big play J for sure. And then uh, Taiwan as well, no, that guy. I'm kidding. And then our boy, Noah. And then you've got yeah, I'm the best-rated recruit in the history of, of the team – I mean, the defense is going to be incredible, especially with Tom Allen. Yeah, that's why when,
0: when Seth put 24 points, you did 24 points too, I guess, again, for Western Kentucky.
1: Yeah.
0: I just cannot see a Tom Allen team giving up that when you don't have an NFL quarterback across from you.
1: They just make me nervous. That's it. Is it the scheme? It's just last year and then the year when we had Jordan Howard. 2015, I think it was. That game was. Yeah. Look at I use defense. I understand. But yeah, I just I'm just a little nervous. I get it. I get it, man. Yeah, we, we every game should be nervous, man. We went two and
0: ten. Our only two wins came against Idaho and Western Kentucky. Yeah. Like if you go back and think about our predictions, you know, this was the only pod where we actually got it right. <laughs> no, I'm That's sure we predicted some of the losses
1: correct but like yeah, the wins lot. the wins these were the only two i think i had um, us going 12 and 0 last year <laughs> probably i don't know i don't know let's wrap this one up i thought it was a lot better than what it should have been um and so if you guys want to listen to a bad pod make sure to uh, check us out next week and make sure you check out the bot the pod uh, uh, the reason it's gonna be bad is because seth is back but um be sure to check us out on Twitter. It's at Podcast Leo. Be sure to fo- download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. Um, we'll talk to you next week. As I said, it's our first away game. It's at Cincinnati, and I'm going, so um, no need for predictions. We already know how that's going to turn out. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week when we talk IU at three and one. Uh, Brandon, uh, Leo, Leo, Leo. <laughs> He didn't say it, but I kind of said it for him. Whatever. It counts. See it. Elio. Awesome day.
0: Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome.
1: Y'all